0: Back to live updates fellas
1: I'm Cam Stewart here's your news update the Boston Celtics might be entering the war chest if that's what it takes to acquire Anthony Davis of the Pelican stay tuned to this story, it just came out I know they got a lot of guys that are going to have to get a lot to get AD if he was going to go there, Carl Anthony Towns happy to be alive, he says uh, he's available tonight, the 23 year old had a car accident on Friday and very very lucky to walk away after his SUV was smashed up by a semi truck uh, he's probably going to play for the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight listed as probable, we got NBA lines tonight, lots of busy action Portland nine and a half favorites at Cleveland, 225. Indiana and Detroit, the Pistons minus 2.5, 213. Golden State, minus 8 against Charlotte, 232.5. We got uh, Gabe, your Brooklyn Nets uh, at home to San Antonio, a lot cheaper than the 400 we paid. Nets minus 2, 234. Phoenix at Miami, the Heat laying 8.5, 215.5 is your over-under. Philly and Joel Embiid taking on New Orleans, 240. Big total there. Philly minus 1. Milwaukee minus 8.5 against Chicago, 226.5. Atlanta and Houston, big game there. Rockets 12, 234. Lots of high totals. Sacramento and Minnesota, as we mentioned. T Wolves minus 3, 237. Lakers minus 5.5 against Memphis. Dallas at the Clippers. Clippers minus 5, 228. NCAA action tonight. Notre Dame takes on number 16, Florida. Seminoles are 11 point favorites there. 140 is your over under. And Oklahoma, Iowa State, the Cyclones minus 8. 144 is your over under. Battle of Kansas. Number 3, K State against Kansas, at Kansas. Kansas is minus 4.5, 133 is your total. Duke star Zion Williamson out for tomorrow night's game against Virginia Tech. Gonzaga back at number one in the college hoops AP poll. They earned 44 of 64 first place votes. Virginia moving up to two. Duke falling from first to third. Kentucky four UNC in the five hole. Patriots owner Robert Kraft visited a day spot to solicit prostitutes not once but twice according to the prosecutor Kraft who was char- charged with two counts of soliciting prostitution in Florida on Friday was seen on an undercover camera just hours before the AFC championship game against Kansas City. He's been named along with another 24 men charged with this misdemeanor crime. A conviction stipulates a mandatory 100 hours of community service, a mandatory $5,000 fine and classes on the dangers of human trafficking. Seems a little bit low there. The 77 year old court date set for april 24th nfl That's investigating uh, ca- yeah hey,
2: what's, what's up with all, well, all five, these places is five thousand bucks all these places yeah. have uh all these places have security cameras right so like yeah in you know, case whatever someone tries to kill the girls and stuff so every act every every massage every everything is on video, so like the cops, the cops like probably sees the the cameras, um, the you know the the video cameras and the tapes from the place and have craft on video. Like the details that they have of of the police report is just over the top in detail because it's on video, right? So that's the thing. You go to these places, you're on video. <laughs>
1: Yep. Yeah, you, there's no
2: hiding, Gabe.
1: <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens there. I just find uh, the the fine and uh, stuff a little bit low for something that big. Raiders striking a deal to play their 2019 season in Oakland still. The deal reportedly uh, reportedly owns a team option that will allow the Raiders to stay in Oakland for the 2020 season if their stadium in Vegas isn't built, but it will be built. The NFL also considering today reigning in group celebrations. They want to say, hey, celebrations with players on the field, okay. They're just not down with players coming off the bench to join in. We'll see what happens. A couple transactions. Baltimore releasing veteran receiver Michael Crabtree. He signed a three-year, $21 million deal last year at San Saves $4.6 million in cap space by cutting the 31-year-old receiver. 54 catches, 607 yards, and three touchdowns. The Panthers also releasing veteran corner Captain Mutterland today. In the NHL trade deadline, here are just the big ones. The Golden Knights of Vegas acquiring Mark Stone from the Ottawa Senators. Stone also agreeing to sign an extension with his team, so it will be there a while. Heading back to the Senators. Defensive prospect, Eric Branson, Oscar Lindbergh in a second-round pick. Stone, 62 points in 59 games. The Preds picking up Wayne Simmons today. Minnesota dealt dealing Michael Grandland to Nashville. The Jets picking up Kevin Hayes from the Rangers. Rangers also trading away defenseman Adam McQuaid to the Blue Jackets for two picks and prospects and Detroit trading Gustav Nyquist to the Sharks for a second and third round pick. The Yankees signing outfielder Aaron Hicks. It's a seven-year, $70 million extension. Hicks had 27 homers and 79 RBI.
2: We talked about Bryce Harper. The Dodgers... Good deal the for the Yankees. See, that's what I'm deal. saying, Kev. Yeah. They got 27 a homers say, a year yeah. for... Yeah. For ten mil, another another ten exactly, mil. And H- Harper will hit thirty-five or four, 35 home runs, thirty-eight home runs, and he wants thirty-three million. You Excellent point. Like this is the, the
1: new world. Yeah, world wow! Right now. It's the new math. It's the new math. The Rockies extending manager Bud Black through 2022. That today and uh, six games in the National Hockey League tonight. Stick around. It's the DFS betting hour. We'll go through all the lines in the NHL and joining us. Congratulations, Ricky Sanders, friend of the program for winning a cool $50,000. He came second in an NBA contest on Saturday. He is our DFS guy. So stay tuned to Red Heat and Rage. Ricky Sanders coming up a little bit later on. He's got great advice for I'm Cam Stewart, and now it's time for the DFS Betting Hour. Take it away, Yang. Game Time Decisions presents... The DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com.
2: Game Time Decisions, Red Heat Radio. Let's talk some uh, DFS and, of course, uh, bets. bets. Uh, We're going to be joined by one of the best DFS players in the business, Ricky Sanders, who just crushed DraftKings for $50,000 on uh, Saturday night. That's right. He won a $50,000 prize, although he stepped up like a man to do it. I got to tell you, it was $777 to to enter uh, the contest that he entered. And he only entered one entry as well, which is impressive. Very impressive, like, you know, even like, uh, you know, he didn't say, well, I entered five times or I entered, you know, 10 times or what have you, because a lot of times a lot of these guys will enter multiple, you know, like Colin Drew, it was a great score. Remember Colin Drew won like 240,000 and and then like the next night he won like 172,000 or something. But he was honest. He said, "No, I put like fifteen thousand in. I had like fifteen lineups. Yeah. Like it, he entered like a thousand dollar entry or something. I think he had like five of them or seven of them. Like he wasn't playing around. But to hit with one lineup is incredibly, incredibly, uh, incredibly difficult Excellent. to do. So we're going to uh, try to get some of his his expertise for tonight and see who he likes tonight, uh, Ken." That's balls, too. So you
1: enter one time, you go with that kind of money, and you win. That's so impressive to me, and that's the thing. It's hard. You, sometimes you need to spread it around. And I, I got a lot of respect. And, and to Colin Drew, Gabe, winning the two, that's the one time. So sometimes you just decide, hey, this is the time that I'm going to spend $15,000 trying to win something. And he did it. Think about all the people that go, yeah, you know what? This is my run. I'm going to do it this weekend. They spent yeah. $15,000 and get nothing. So that just tells you how good the guys at,
2: uh, at our work are. Oh, like, they're, the, they're the best of the yeah, best. He liked his lineup, he liked so he put both of us. Well, that's a thing, right? right? Exactly. I mean, these guys are doing it for a living. They're putting real money into this. You know, I think a lot of people that play and are listening to us are more recreational. I'm a recreational yeah. Yeah. DFS player. I play a couple of lineups. I might play a couple you of bet. couple of NBA lineups. And, uh, you know, football, I would play, you know, you know, I'd get up there with football. Sometimes I'd have like 10 and stuff, but A lot of them, I'd I'd have, like, one or two serious DFS lineups, and then I would play, like, a bunch on Sunday morning where i just start firing away. Except it never worked out for me. I was always a day late, dollar short. But next year, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try to, like, do it for, like, all 17 weeks. (laughs) You got to just take, like, the crappiest quarterback in the league every (laughs) week, you know? It sucks doing it because sometimes your team really flows and you're like, oh, God, that didn't work out. Yeah. Like I did it with Josh Allen like two, three weeks in a row, but I was too early. All right, uh, Ricky Sanders now. Stepping it up a notch here in level three. Game time precision, ready great radio, lineup lock live. Uh, well you know we got we got eleven games in the association tonight. We got a bunch of games in the NHL I don't know why the NHL schedules a bunch of games on the same night for the trade deadline, please, but uh, whatever. Uh, they, you know. <laughs> we, we 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 try
1: not to. We don't understand the league, and I, I try not to even. Uh, no think teams about it. No, though. It's just idiotic, actually.
2: It's no, nah, yeah. but none of these teams are really affected by it tonight. Like uh, in the NHL, no. but we'll get we'll get to that after the fact. All right, let's bring in Ricky Sanders uh, right Ricky. now. We've been talking about Ricky's uh, Ricky score. Uh, we spoke to him this morning on the morning after. Uh, once again, uh, Ricky, always a pleasure. Congratulations. Uh, but, you know, I guess, um, you know, the congratulations are nice. But, uh, you know, how did you do yesterday, actually? Like, you know, because you, you won Saturday, but was it like uh, was it like almost like a mail-in Sunday? Did you take a step back or were you right back on the grind on
3: Sunday? So I have this ongoing streak that the guys at Daily Roto make fun of me for that any time I hit it big, the next day, I have just an awful day, and you know I've tended in the past to play too much.
0: <laughs> so yesterday,
3: I kept it to a very low amount for me, and the result was the same as every other time. It's like you get cocky the day after, uh, <laughs> and there were four results. But at least this time, I didn't lose multiple thousands the day after. I kept it to a minimum. So we're still oh, up I in the grand scheme
1: it's like betting. You think, I've though, Ricky, H- after, after a big it? score, you're like, hey, I won 50. Like, let's keep the party rolling. It's kind of like on blackjack when I hit the big double down. I'm not leaving. <laughs> like, i got to stick around for a while to see if I can, you know, build a tower with my chips. Right, Ricky? It's the same thing. You think you could do yeah, it but, again, it, it, you know?
2: Yeah, it's but you have a blackjack, you have a 50-50 chance of hitting, hitting yeah. the hand. DFS. Point. You don't. You know what I mean. Sorry, Ricky. What are you going to say? Very true. <laughs>
3: I was just going to say that I had, like, a crazy up and down in baseball this year where I hit 40 grand. The next day I played, like, close to five grand, lost it all. And the day after, I won 40 grand again. So, it was a crazy up and down three days. So, if you want to know, like, what betting can be like, that is pretty much the personification. Oh.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we know. That's a a roller coaster right (laughs) there. That's a roller coaster right there. (laughs) uh ricky sanders with us all right ricky let's uh let's jump in uh, here right now so what has changed since we spoke uh this morning actually because in the nba man it's tough like even even for betting people ask me in the morning hey Brent, what games do you like tonight and it's very difficult you know predicting who's gonna play who's gonna sit there's every day there's a daily drama in the association so what's changed since we spoke this morning
3: Well, there's a reason that at Daily Road we made a decision to do the podcast midday because when you and I spoke this morning, we were talking about the Rockets, and then James Harden was ruled in like an hour later. So uh, we were loving a ton of the Rockets early. I still really like Clint Capella, um, but Giannis Antetokounmpo was ruled out. You basically have a really thin heat team with both James Johnson, who was questionable earlier, and Derrick Jones Jr. out. So now I think, you know, you're looking at the Heat, who they do have 11 active guys. Two of those guys are Yadonis Haslam and Ryan Anderson, so I doubt those guys play. Uh, You've got them in a great matchup against Phoenix, and you have the Bulls without Chris Dunn. So we kind of talked about that game stack this morning. I am still on that game stack. You've got a thin Bucks team with Nikola Miritich, you know, playing in a revenge game against his old team, likely going to see more minutes, against a Bulls team who I liked already – And then they ruled out Otto Porter and Chris Dunn, so all the usage is going to go through Zach Levine and Laurie Markkinen.
2: It's amazing what, like, uh, the betting market will hate a team suddenly, and the DFS guys will light up. Oh, this guy's out, Love, that yep. guy's <laughs> out, it's better. That's, so,
1: yeah, I like that's what DFS. it comes down <laughs> it's, to. That's
2: good. Great, po-
1: great point, Moretz. It's so true. <laughs> Did they hate yes, it, but <laughs> DFS, you jump on the value. Exactly. Smart.
2: Man, there are some high totals uh, tonight. And I got a feeling tonight, too. It I look sure at the is. board here tonight, Ricky, in the NBA. I think we have a higher scoring night in the association tonight. Uh, Brooklyn and San Antonio. I mean, the Spurs can't stop anybody. They can't stop anybody. They're 12 and one to the over in their last 13 games. Brooklyn don't play a ton of defense either. Uh, you know, they're all about transition. 233 and a half is the total there. Uh, 239 and a half. Uh, we got uh, up to right now. 239 and a half in the 76ers and Pelicans. 237 and a half uh, Kings. Uh, Kings and uh, and T Wolves. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks and the Rockets are on the board tonight. It's like a DFS smorgasbord. Like it's like pick pick your game stack
3: tonight. Yeah, exactly. And I, I mean, normally on a big slate like this, I do want to have a ton of exposure to a single game. But I feel like there are so many games now that I want to spread spread out my exposure. I mean, there's so many great game environments that like you talked about, Brooklyn, San Antonio. I haven't heard too many people talking about that game. But, you know, LaMarcus Aldridge, who plays a ton of center against a Brooklyn team that's 29th in defensive efficiency, that's a great spot. And, you know, you told me to go through the teams. I didn't even get to Philadelphia without Joel Embiid. And I think Tobias Harris is one of the best overall plays across the industry on the board. Uh, I mean, Jimmy Butler, I think, is going to be more popular tonight. But he's seventh in usage rate since the team uh, acquired all the new guys. Seventh on his own team. So I think he's going to be a little bit more overly popular. Uh, And in that game stack, you know, the Pelicans don't play a ton of defense in their own right. I really love Tobias, and and I actually have some interest in Ben Simmons as well. It's just you really have to pick your spots because... Uh, I mean, this isn't a night that I think I'm going to be spending 11 k on any player, because you just want to live in the mid-tier. There are so many guys now whose value has been boosted with their teammates out that I think it's a night you pretty much want to go with kind of all of a mid-tier roster. That's what I was going
1: to ask you, Ricky, about Harden. Uh, too expensive. Too expensive. Yeah. Like, when you put him in there, he's projected 59.55 first, uh, LeBron James second, but way too expensive when you can go with some other guys and, uh, yeah, build it that way. Yeah, It's hard to keep him off the board, but too expensive tonight.
3: Yeah, I mean, you love the matchup against Atlanta, but then you find yourself having to look for value. And there is value tonight. You're just trusting like a a secondary piece on the Bulls uh, if you're playing James Harden. Those are the two for twos that you're going to find yourself in. Something like James Harden and Shaq Harrison, who I think is going to draw the start for the Bulls. He started the second half the last game when Porter was out, so I think he's going to get the start in the Bulls. Uh, go a little bit smaller. I guess you know Archie Diakano's got a shot. They could go Wayne Selden, but you know both those guys are really cheap. Or you go with like a Tobias Harris, Clint Capella, Tobias Harris, and other guys in great game environments. And to me, you know, if if any of these mid tier guys come within ten fifteen points of Hardin, you're going to want a secondary, you know, guy in that same tier as opposed to a, a shot in the dark and someone else.
2: Uh, let's talk about Kelly Olenek. Um Only $3,900 uh, this evening. There there's you're going to save some salary uh, right there. I know the optimizer likes uh, him a lot. And another player, Jonas Valanciunas, a uh, longtime Toronto Raptor, uh, now in Memphis, puts up some pretty big, uh, pretty big, pretty big fantasy points, some limited minutes um, so far with the Grizz. He's fitting in. I mean, this guy is a great offensive player and another player that the computer seems to like a lot tonight, Ricky. Yeah, so
3: I think Kelly Olynyk is like your lock-and-load guy tonight now because the Miami Heat are without their other two power forwards. There is a little bit of a concerning comment that just came out from Eric Spoelstra, where he said that if you're active tonight, get ready to play. And they have 11 guys, like I mentioned, who can play. But I think that worries me a little bit more for someone like Dwayne Wade, whose minutes like could be limited. They just don't have too many other power forwards unless you really do expect – Anderson and Haslam to get significant minutes. I just don't see that if Kelly Olenek isn't in fall trouble, whereas Jones-Valentura, as we at Daily Roto, have him projected for like 29 minutes. I fear we could be a little bit high on him. I mean, he's been a guy who's, you know, I know it was mostly with Toronto, but hasn't had his minutes extended. Even with the new team, he hasn't really flirted with 30. The reason for the projection is there's no Jaron Jackson Jr. tonight. But we're yeah, also, yeah. you know, in the low thirties of, of Ivan Rab, the low twenties with Joe Keen Noah. And it's possible that those guys were a little bit low on as host to Valentinus. It's just a great matchup, but we know like you said how good of a permanent producer he is. Ricky Sanders dailyroto.com
2: uh, You want to win? You want to be a big shot? Go to dailyroto.com All kinds of great promotions. You guys are on time right here on, on the network and the optimizer. I, tough guys. Who has time to crunch down all these uh, these players all day long? Uh, Ricky Sanders does. One of the best in the business. Thanks for the time, Ricky. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, for- Thank you. Thanks for the standards uh, for joining us. I'm throwing together an NBA lineup right Do you have a hockey lineup for us, Ken? Uh, I don't. I'm,
1: I thought I had. I got to put it together again. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm working on it right now. You thought you had one? Yeah, it just went and it's not there. I didn't. I didn't input it properly. The inputter screwed up the inputting. I don't remember what players I picked. Too. I'm trying to remember what stack I had. I think it was the Leafs. <laughs> It's one of those days, Gabe. You sound um,
2: very confident. Yeah, it is one of these days. I know.
1: Yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm really. We're not
2: going to be right winning now. an awards for this show today. <laughs> uh,
1: Doesn't matter. It's still okay. We, we do. Uh, yeah. Ricky's in a good mood, and you know we're doing okay. We do the best we can. Well, here. of course
2: he's in a good mood. He just won fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> good good points. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean,
1: uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe he we can win. Won, yeah. How about we have a couple winners? How about we win a few games? Wouldn't that be nice? I think nice. we can. I think we can too. I feel good about a plus night tonight.
2: I like the underdogs. Oh, yeah, well, I like. It.
1: Yeah, I've. Well, I told you I had. I had an account there, and uh, I started it off with fifty bucks. I got it up to one hundred and seventy. So a little, and that these are like with ten dollar, twenty dollar things. I'm like just. It's a slow grind right now, Gabe. I'm really gonna. I told you, I'm gonna try to turn fifty into a couple thousand. That's the goal, but it's gonna take a lot of patience.
2: A lot of. Patience. Yeah, you know what, my. Listen, I'm not one to give advice in these things because, uh, yeah, I'm you know it's easier to always tell people too. what to do when it comes to these things. But my yeah. own experience, I'll tell you, you're better off getting it up to like five or seven hundred and pulling it out,
1: and then take it out, yeah, yeah, or take half of it out and keep on. Uh, no, well, no,
2: I, I, I just said leave, you go right. back to the original hundred bucks or fifty bucks or whatever, and start over yeah. again, because that's that's the that's the number one problem with online betting. That you can, you know, you can have four great nights in a row or, you know, whatever. You can do this. You can do that. But you slip up. You give it all back. You give or you give large chunks of it back. And you never really got anything out of it. You know what I mean? Because that's the whole thing. Like, you know, when you're doing this, you want to be, hey, you know what I mean? I built a garage out of this. I bought a car out of this. I paid. I went for a trip on this. Whatever it is. On a smaller scale. I bought a new TV. I bought a couch. You know what I mean? You want to get something out of it, stocks or whatever it is. Because when you're betting online, it's just sort of you get into that, you know, you're spinning your wheels stuff. I've talked about it, and I've been there a million times where, you know, it's funny, Cam. You can have a big, nice night betting and stuff, and, you know, you'll go to bed happy. You'll be like, God, oh, that, was, that was great. I went 6-2 and two and pretty positive, and yet there's no money in your pocket. There's just no. like on, on a screen somewhere, there's a, there's a number. And then the next time exactly. you could lose and that number goes down, but then you're really depressed. You're all pissed off you lost and you gave it back. But you never really had it to begin with. That that's a problem. You know, that's that's the one problem. And it takes a lot of discipline to cash out online. Because you're like, well, I didn't put the money in just to win three hundred bucks or you know what I mean. I get it. I've been there. It's tough. But you know, you've done a nice job turning fifty into one seventy six. See if you can turn it into $350, three fifty, five hundred, pull four hundred bucks and You've got 400 bucks in your pocket, right? At least, you know, you get something out of it.
1: Oh, I told you it was a lesson learned, like from before with the Super Bowl and things like that. And yeah, like you know what I mean. It's not going to be that way anymore. You got to put up money now. You got to you got to build accounts. That's the thing. I thought I had an old account somewhere with money in it. I just don't know what site it's on either. That's another thing. I've been dicking around, like going this one and that. Like I think it might be at Sports Interaction. Like I have no idea. Like that's and that's another thing. Like I'm so, <laughs> so in orbit from whatever. Like I don't know which. I don't even know what site it's on or what. But I'm sure you have is. money. You, you have a lot. I've of I've gone sites. through I'm a lot I'm of sure, sure You have money. I somewhere. do. Oh yeah. And I think one of them has like three or four hundred. I just can't find it. Like I've been like, it's because you got to remember, I go through a lot of phones and stuff like, damn it. Like the password, like, is there money in there? It's like a treasure hunt, man. It's getting really annoying. (laughs) i'm laughing but it sucks yeah no i'm I'm, like if i could do something with this i'll be honest with you if i could turn like because i literally just put in 50 bucks i was like yeah yeah, because i'm still waiting on money uh if i could turn that into 500 you're right i'm gonna take out like four and keep on going like yeah maybe that's the best way to approach it because it's hard to consistently get like it means you basically have to win every time you have to have winning nights all the time to get it to a dime from that (laughs) that's that's, the thing that's tough tough to do that's it's hard to do. it's hard to do yeah and Even get five from 50, that's quite an accomplishment, right? Like, before, I'd probably be up thousands, but we just can't play
2: like that anymore. So you got to be smarter. That's it. You know, I've been... I've sort of... I pick and choose. I've sort of changed my approach to gambling. I sort of... You know, sometimes I'll just sort of recreationally. Like, tonight's one of these nights. I'm just sort of, yeah, whatever. I'm clicking away just sort of for more fun uh, purposes, get in on some of these games. But... Um, but, you know, then I'll attack sort of on weekends, or I'll be like, all right, I'm putting my game face on now, and I will hit. But it's been it's been like a month or so. I was smart. It was around um, – it was in early January and stuff, in the NFL playoffs, sort of the end of the bowls. I ended strong with, like, the, the college football playoff and stuff. I ended strong. Um, I sort of battled back in the NFL. But same thing. Like, I put, you know – I put in two I was it? I put in 250 bucks and I built it up to like 700 and I pulled 500 of it so I got 500 cash back and I got it a couple of days later so that was nice so boom I got 500 and then I did it again and then I built it up to like six something and I pulled like 350 again and then I thought I was smart I was like I was patting myself on the back because you know when you look big, and that's been my problem. Actually, and I was thinking about it today, even <laughs> with futures, uh, just how I'm going to approach things moving forward. Here, I got to get sort of smarter and, and bigger, and just you know make real money as opposed to just spinning spinning my wheels. And you know we've talked about this in the past, Cam. You just said it yourself. All right, two thousand. You want? I want to build it up to a couple of thousand dollars. Well, of course you do. Who 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 doesn't want to have two thousand dollars starting with fifty, right? But it's hard, hard to, to do, do that. Yeah, like you'll stumble along the way at some point, right? Or you'll go big one night. It's, it's just what we we as gamblers do. But it goes back to what we talked about. And I used to talk about this with T Bone in Vegas, in which there's people in Vegas. You know what I mean? You, they make a living, and playing cards and blackjack, etc. Two hundred dollars a day cap, right? Like, and this has been my that this, this has been my biggest problem with sports gambling over the years. Is I shoot big too much? I'm never happy with you know what I mean. It's always got to be wow. Well, no, I'm going to try to win seven thousand well, like every Sunday. I'm look thinking, what happened. I'm going to win 21,000. twenty one thousand. You're doing fine. Look what happened at the Raptors. you got games. to look well, at it. We get into the red wine
1: and then you go put that parlay with Orlando in there for harder oh, than that's you right. would have
2: because it's a night. Yeah, error, yeah. Right? But that, but that's Still. all right. That that's not major type of that's not a major mistake. Yeah, that's just having fun one night. But if you look at it. You know, if you're really in it for the long haul and you want to be making money, you know, smaller amounts actually do add up. Like I said, like, you know, you win $200 a day. That's $1,400 a week. You know what I mean? That's like, uh, that's uh, 5600 a month. Suddenly, you know, that's not bad. As opposed to thinking, oh, I got to win $5,000 this weekend, right? You know, I got to go big. I got to hit this. I got to hit that. And, you know, you know if you just systematically chip away. And find that comfort zone, the profits can come in, but half the, the you know it's one thing to pick the winners. That's almost the easier part. You know the money management is the harder part. And like I stated, when you when you start doing this stuff online, it makes it even harder to manage the money, in my opinion. That that's like the downfall yeah. with online gaming. It's cool, it's great, the convenience of it's awesome and stuff, but you know you don't have that paper not, money it's not in your like- hand.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I agree hundred percent. That's why I love playing horses. Why do horses do it the same way that the that they do at the New Jersey sportsbook? Paper. You got the paper with the code, it's in your hand, it's in your hand. It's so different, right? And that's the thing, man. Like I and I notice with horse racing too. You do it online. There's races going off. China, Japan, here, there, like literally you can go you can blow like blow your brains out. Just ding 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 That's what I liked about when we went to that New Jersey book, Gabe. You know what I mean? We were betting the races, but the paper's there, and then you cash it in. Fireball wins, boom, you get the, right, right, bam, right money right in your pocket. Now we're ready to rock again. You're right. I mean, it, it looks nice. We look at a number on a screen, but it's not like having real money in your pocket. Totally different. I mentality.
2: have preferred. I've lived both. I've lived, uh, like, you know what I mean? I've been in Vegas. I'm here now with the FanDuel Sportsbook uh, close to us. Um, and, of course, you know, a lifetime of online uh, betting. And it's funny, like at times, when, at times, even in Vegas, I'd get pissed off. You know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, God. I got to run to the book right now. Are you freaking kidding me! Like this is even before the app days and stuff that they had. You know what I mean? So I was like, you got to be kidding me! Like it would, I'd have to time it, camp. Like it'd be like, all right, there's five minutes left at halftime. If I leave now, I'll get to the strat just as the halftime numbers are posted. You know what I mean? So I, or I got to wake up early and I got to go put this in at, like. Sometimes, dude, it'd be like 7 in the morning, 6.30 in the morning in Vegas. I'm dodgy. It's pretty, like, dodgy out there on the street. <laughs> i got thousands of dollars True. on me. I'm going to some book and stuff. And it's like, God, oh, it's a pain in the ass. But when you get into the online stuff and then, oh, you know, send us your passport picture and send us this ID and that ID. And you got to jump through a million hoops. you got to wait nine days. And then you're like, well, you can't be betting in between because you took your money yeah. out. And then it pisses you off, right? Because that's another thing. You might like a game and want to put more on it in a couple of days but you took your money out. At least when you're out of window, yep. boom, you got the money and you could lay it down again. I think I think cash betting is far superior in my own personal opinion. I agree 100. I agree 100%. Yeah,
1: cash is just like everything in life. It's the way to go. I'm old school with cash that way too. Everyone wants to do everything electronic. No, 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 no. no. Cash is a winner. You said it. Paper in hand, ticket in hand. It's just be- it's better for me mentally. I think you do a lot better with it. But uh, yeah, no, I- I'm I'm down with that. But uh, hey buddy, it's a big night tonight And I think, uh, I feel I, I like a few games tonight I kind of like the board It's a, it's an interesting one, but there's a few things that I do like I like a few hockey games a lot A couple college basketball games NBA, I was wondering what you were leaning in the NBA There's a couple things I'm looking at right now
2: Well I, You know, the, you look at the San Antonio Spurs Man, and this road trip Has been a freaking disaster Like, and you know what's you know Bad about this for them Is that they had the NBA All-Star game um, as, like, sort of like a, a bridge and a layoff. So, yeah, it sucks. All right? They're playing eight consecutive games on the road. It's it's a tough, it's a tough you know, it's tough for anybody. But come on, man. One and six after seven games, guys? Like, really? Yeah, it's And, you know, you lost to the Knicks last night. I would say, oh, the Spurs bounce back. They're angry. But I don't think there's anything they can do about it. I think they're gassed. I think they're tired. They don't play great defense. And, you know, you got Brooklyn sitting here waiting for them. I think Brooklyn get it done. We'll rattle off our NBA pitch at our DFS lineup on the other side. Uh, closing strong here with the uh, the song uh, choices. Good job, uh, Yang. I know you've been battling uh, battling some uh, freezing computers uh, today. Technology yes. will be the death of us all, people. Uh, the it death will. All. all right. Quick uh, DFS lineup here for you. I'm going to go with uh, Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon uh, tonight. Milwaukee Bucks against the Chicago Bulls. Only $5,400. Point guard Malcolm Brogdon. Shooting guard, Zach Levine. I'm stacking up this Milwaukee-Chicago game a lot just because there's a lot of affordable players here, and uh, the Bulls lineup is depleted. So uh, we got Zach Levine, uh, Malcolm Brogdon, Tobias Harris. Uh, Philadelphia 76ers, $6,800 in a game. The total is 239 a half, and there's no Joel Embiid. Uh, Kelly Olnilnik is uh, one of the value picks of the night here tonight at $3,900. Jonas Valanciunas. Um, against the Lakers tonight, $6,400. Computer loves them, so I'm putting my faith in the, in the optimized here, Cam. 100% ownage rate with Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, Luka Doncic, $8,800 here tonight against the Clippers. Lauren Markin, $7,900. And uh, my punt play is Wayne Selden Jr. at $3,200. Uh, nice, he doesn't nice. have to give me much. That's 3200 bucks and. Actually, I like this lineup. I think we got some production here: Brogdon, Levine, Harris, uh, Kelly Olnilnik, uh, Valanchunas, Doncic, Markinon, Wayne Seldon Jr. Now, 11 games to bet on tonight in the association. Um, you know, they're not—they're not really jumping off the. You know, some of them—they feel like traps to me, Cap. Like, you know, we'll blast through them here. All right, Portland and Cleveland, I don't want to lay nine points on the road here. If anything, I would take the Cleveland Cavaliers against the Blazers here, but I'm not taking the Cavs either. But, yeah. you know, if, if I can't blindly bet games, but I think the number's too high. Uh, Pacers at Pistons. This is a fun game here tonight. The Pistons are favored, and the Pistons are actually playing okay, but I don't trust the Pistons. Do you? Like, whenever I, like the, I don't trust no, I kinda, the Pacers. No, I I'm actually I'm actually looking at the Pacers
1: as they might be like as one of the plays. I think getting two and a half with Indiana seems like the prudent move. They're they're a very gritty team. Uh, I don't trust Detroit either. Leaning to the Pacers. Haven't clicked it in yet,
2: but looking that way. The Golden State Warriors are now eight and a half point favorites against Charlotte in Charlotte, and uh, Golden State are zero and six against the spread in their last six games. Like so, you know, Golden State people, Golden State this, Golden State that, they don't cover. They're two and eight. Like they're 0 and six in their last six, <laughs> and they're two and eight in their last ten. Similar to the Raptors. Like the Warriors just sort of do enough to win games. Like the only difference is they actually have three rings to show for it. <laughs> true. Very true. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm on Charlotte tonight. I'm taking Charlotte. Yeah, I'm on the Hornets tonight. You
1: know what? You know what? I'm on the Hornets too. You 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 saw so I we disagree on like a college game, but I think uh I'm with you. I think that's too many points. I think uh, Charlotte will be a sm- small place for me. I also, but I kind of disagree. I know I know San Antonio's been real bad, game. I really think they bounce back tonight. I think after an embarrassing loss to the Knicks, they'll come back and, and beat the Brooklyn Nets tonight. I know it's, uh, Brooklyn's been waiting for them, but I think the San Antonio, the pop gets them ready to go, and they, they show up tonight. You're getting points. I think the Spurs get it done, plus one and a half.
2: I thought the Spurs, I didn't bet the game last night, but I remember on Saturday when we were at the bar, I was saying, you know, there's like no the way the Spurs lose yeah, to take the Knicks. points because they're going to have to. They need to get some wins now. You know, the Spurs are okay. They're, they're not going to fall out of the playoffs. They'll get back home. They'll start to win some games. But they've dug themselves in a nice little hole here. I mean, they're in, they're they're all the way down to the 7th hole right, right. now um, in, in, the, in the Western Conference. So, you know, San Antonio, they'll be all right when they get back home. They don't really play defense. But, and one thing with Brooklyn, Cam, Brooklyn don't blow anybody out. Like, Brooklyn Brooklyn games are stress jobs, dude. Like, they're always down. They come back or they blow a lead. Like, like Brooklyn games are very rarely. Like, they, won, they, they smoked a couple of teams last month when they were smoking red hot. But honestly, man, like, you, I think you, you could almost play, like, those sweetheart teasers on every net game and you'd win. Just take the underdog, like, with the teaser and you'd win. Like, honestly, like, every net game yeah. is close, game. It'll be close tonight, I would well, imagine. Well, it's true.
1: Oh, yeah, no, San Antonio's not going to blow them out. I just think they win a real tight game. Like, I think they win. They beat them by, like, four or five points. Like, things are really tight till the end. I'm just going to take the points in a bounce-back situation. And if they lose to Brooklyn, then you really know, like, it's exactly what you talk about. That's brutal. If You're you only lose to, to the Knicks point, and though. Brooklyn, that, that, yeah, I, I know. I might as well just take them on the money line. But
2: who knows? Say they lose by one. <laughs> I'm getting one and a half. I'll take the one and a half. Take the hook. It's You know, Brooklyn doesn't get, we're sort of back into this spot where, look, I fell for it last week. I was like, why the hell are the Portland Trailblazers favored uh, in Brooklyn? Yeah. And Portland were in control of that game for the most part all night. You know, Brooklyn came back and cut the lead to three or four late, but then you know, Portland pulled away again. So, you know, the odds makers aren't full full believers right now in Brooklyn. It's almost like they have to prove it post-All-Star break again. Brooklyn's schedule is pretty tough, too. Like, they're not going to win at the clip that they were winning at. Uh, but I, I think this is a winnable game for them tonight. I just I don't know what San Antonio have left in the tank. Um, Milwaukee and Chicago. This one, you know, the Bulls are a trendy pick tonight, Cam. It's down to 7.5 right now. The Greek freak is out. Uh, but a lot of guys are out for the Chicago Bulls as well. But they do have Markin in playing. They do have Zach Levine and the Bulls have been pretty competitive over the last couple of weeks. Like uh, they screwed our parlay the other night. Um, Atlanta, yeah. Houston is 12.5. Philadelphia is without MB. Anthony Davis is playing tonight. Philadelphia minus two in New Orleans. The total is up to 240. It keeps climbing. It was 239 about 20 minutes ago. Sacramento gets three and a half in Minnesota. Minnesota are actually playing okay the last like five I games. Li- I think they're four and
1: one. I kind of like the T Wolves. I kind of like the T Wolves here. I Wish it was. Uh, I don't want to take They'll it on break the 170 your heart, money line. Yeah, I know. I know. Trust me. I know. I know Minnesota very well. They will break your heart. Just tonight, Carl uh, Anthony Towns coming back minus three and a half. <sighs> I don't know, man. I think they win the game. That that, that spread, it's yeah, I, it's very tough <laughs> to take these guys and trust. You. Yeah, I know. I'm more think about like they should win. I would like them to win, but I also don't like to wait lay 170. I got to put something else in a stupid parlay and look what happened. Uh, they, I'm, I'm done with those. There's money line parlays. I'll do them in the NHL. Sometimes in basketball, it always feels like there's one game that just
2: oh, they never win in basketball. You. It's just it's.
1: it's I just honestly, a I league. remember.
2: It's I've stupid. taken. I've done it. I've done it like five times on this show. Uh, and I've done it a few times in college, actually, on Saturday afternoons. Like, I'm talking about it, like, in the last, like, let's say three weeks or so. I've won one of them, Cam, literally. And I'm talking about, well, there's no way this loses. You know, just sort of the lazy bet. Well, there are minus this, that. and There's been a few of them, dude, where I went one and two. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like a couple of them lost. Where I'm telling you, it happened once. I remember there was one night one of these stupid money line parlays uh, won for me. But the thing is, I used to be really good at them. I used to, and you know, it's funny. I, you know, I hit a few college ones last week, but they weren't, they weren't lazy money line parlays. Where oh, I'm just going to put this together because it's I don't like anything tonight. College, you can pick your spots and and do a nice two team money line parlay. And, you know, with those sort of eight-point favorites in the minus-140, minus-150 range. I did it the other night where I had two teams. One was favored by nine. The other one was favored by, like, seven, both at home. And they both didn't cover but won. You know what I mean? They won by, like, four and by five. But they weren't ultra sweatshops. So it was sort of a nice pick. I was like, I got to start getting back to that a little bit. But at this time of the year, dude, in college basketball, I think underdogs are the way to go. And that's where I'm going in college basketball tonight. I'm taking uh, Notre Dame plus the points. And I know Notre Dame's had a horrible year. But I'm getting 12 points against FSU. I just don't think they should be favored by that much. And uh, Oklahoma, a desperate team against Iowa State getting, uh, getting eight points. I think Oklahoma can hang in this game as well, Cam. So I'm looking at the underdogs tonight in college.
1: Yeah, I was actually looking. To, I have uh, one game that's a dog, but I was actually I, 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 I kind of like Iowa State tonight, Gabe. I think uh, they haven't been playing as well. They're hanging on to their top twenty-five, but I think tonight's a night that they actually, at home, really like lay it down and try to prove to people that they are a good team. And probably be, I think they beat Oklahoma by like fourteen to sixteen. I really think the Cyclones uh, beat beat them down tonight. I'm going to take a shot with uh, K-State at plus five and a half in the Battle of Kansas. I think the the Wildcats can hang with the Jayhawks. Tonight, those are uh, one favorite, one dog.
2: That's what I'm looking at so far. One thing about Oklahoma, you know, they they do this every year where they they come out on fire and stuff, and then they they hit a wall. It's been a pattern for them. Yet they're having a very good year against the spread cam. They're seventeen seven and three against the number That's Oklahoma. Good. They're seventeen That's good. and ten straight up. I mean Iowa State are only nineteen and eight. I, I don't really think there's that much of a difference. Now you look at their games they play. They played earlier this year in Norman. And Iowa State beat them 75-74. So it was a one point game. Um, the time before that Oklahoma actually crushed them, beat them 81-60. Uh the time before that Iowa State beat them by 8. They've sort of they've sort of gone back and forth, but I'm looking at um, you know, you look at Oklahoma here coming off a nice win against Texas, two point win. Nice win at TCU, 71-62. Uh, they got the push at Baylor. Um, You know, they were coming off a four-game losing streak there. So we'll see where, you know, we'll see we'll see which direction it goes here for them. But I'll tell you, Oklahoma Sooners are a team on the bubble. And I don't like, like I tell people this all the time, Cam, at this time of the year. I don't like betting on teams that are like in a pick spot or they're minus two or whatever. And, oh, they're on the bubble. They need this game. Yeah. You know, they're on the bubble because they're not really great, right? This is why they're on the bubble at this time of the year. I prefer a team like Oklahoma that's on the bubble, but I'm getting eight or nine points. You know you're going to get a good effort, uh, a real effort from them, but they might fall short. Like the Florida Gators have been good like this. The Gators are on the bubble, and they have were getting been. points, and they were playing hard. Yep. They'd lose, but they were battling, right, because they know we got to win this game, or at least we got to look good losing.
1: Yeah, no. Florida's been great to me. I know you come on when we're doing the show with Kurtz on the weekend. All the Florida bets have had them, uh, Gabe as dogs winning outright, covering big numbers. Think about Oklahoma five and five and nine in Big Twelve play. There's just something about that team. Like I, I just think Iowa State. I know. It's one of those things where you look for the points, and they are attractive. Where I just believe Iowa State at home is just going to put in a big effort and win by double digits in that game. I could totally see your 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 point for Oklahoma. I just don't think they're. I, I yeah, they're they're playing better. I just I just think that the Cyclones at home will run away from them in the second half of this game. It's not a game that I absolutely love. It's not my favorite game, but I'm down with Iowa State tonight. I like more in hockey though. In hockey, I think there's a lot of good sponsors. There's too many favorites, Gabe, and it's actually crazy. If you put together Nashville, like this is a parlay that I think is smart, at minus 135, I love Nashville in regulation to kill Edmonton. I think they win the game by two goals or more. And I don't want to lay the juice with Tampa Bay against the Kings, but if you parlay Nashville and Tampa Bay, money line Parlay, it's only 135. That's what I'm doing with that situation. Also, in the Leafs, a Buffalo game, sparks in net for Toronto guys. I think we could have a lot of goals every time Buffalo and Toronto get together. They really light it up. We saw with uh, Toronto and Montreal on the weekend when you were here, Gabe, uh, they can score goals, and they're also giving up goals. So I got to believe, yes, I'm all over the over in that game. Colorado, I think, is in a good spot at home, playing better hockey against uh, Florida. And your Montreal Canadiens, after losing to Toronto, I think they bounce back as a buck 40 favorites in New Jersey. Those are the games I like. Oh, yeah, and I mentioned Nashville in regulation. So I think uh, Montreal gets it done. Colorado, Tampa Bay, Nashville, Parlay. Over in the Leaf game, Nashville in regulation, that is my
2: uh, hockey board. Yeah, you know, I was riding the Canadians last week, and then they had that meltdown. Great call by Cam, actually, at the bar. When the Leafs were down 3-1, he jumped on the Leafs in-game at uh, plus three thirty, And uh, they came back and got it done. Uh, I don't know. I got a weird feeling. I just, I'm not loving them here uh, tonight. Buffalo and the Leafs is another one. This could be a trap, man. Buffalo are a desperate team. Oh, Buffalo can... Buffalo could win this game. That's why, you, did you hear me? I'm not betting on Toronto, Gabe. Like, I like the
1: over. Yeah. I think, I think the Leafs, like, I think it's like a 5-4 to four type game, and I wouldn't be surprised. This is, a, if guys, I'm a Leaf fan, I'll tell you, Buffalo at plus 1.5 might be a great spot tonight. They're on the road, not a lot of travel. They've been playing a little bit better, and the Leafs got very lucky against Montreal in that game. They had a horrible first period. They got bailed out by Hyman and the rest of the guys in the third game. Buffalo might be a real dangerous pooch tonight. And they're getting, like, you, you can't be laying... Two, whatever it is. What is it? 260 with the Leafs? I'd probably put Buffalo in there. You could take them at plus one and a half if barely uh, any juice. Yeah, they're plus one and minus a half, minus 20.
2: Yeah, it's kind of... Yeah. yeah, I wish I was getting a little more with the Sabres at plus 207, but Tampa Bay Lightning are minus 395. <laughs> I know. And if you put them in with Nashville, I can't believe the Parley
1: actually pay- pays... It's only a minus a 137. It's amazing. Tampa Bay over the Kings, like, it's about as close to a lock as you get, and I love Nashville to beat Edmonton tonight. So... I'm going to parlay them to a buck
2: thirty-seven. I think Buffalo could be that parlay buster. But, all right, my picks. Yeah, it is. Um, I'm taking the Brooklyn Nets to get it done, minus one against San Antonio. I'm going San Antonio and Brooklyn over 233. I'm going to take the Charlotte Hornets plus the nine points. I'm going to take Golden State and Charlotte over 233. They actually have the same damn number, uh, believe it or not, in the total. Um, Kansas and Kansas State, over 135. Cam brought it up, man. Kansas State are actually a better team than Kansas this year. They're actually in first place. They could win the Big 12. They're on fire. They're 8-2 and two against the spread in their last 10 games. Uh, Kansas, though, are in a crazy situational spot where Kansas have only lost by 20 or more points uh, nine times, going back to 1990. And uh, they're they're 8-1 and one in this spot. The last four times, they've won by uh, 15 points or more. It looks like a good bounce back spot for Kansas, but it's not the same Kansas team as usual. But I do think the game goes over the number at one thirty five. I think it's too low. Uh, Oklahoma plus eight, Notre Dame plus twelve, and um, the Oklahoma Sooners plus uh, eight, as we talked about. I keep on feeling like I'm missing a game here, but I guess that's it. Yep. For DFS, yeah, I'm not going to any over. But, yep. Yep. Go uh, Charlotte any over? So those two NBA games. I got Brooklyn in the over, Charlotte in the over, Kansas, Kansas State in the over, Oklahoma plus the points, Notre Dame plus the points. There's the picks. There's DFS the, that's what we get. Yeah, yeah, DFS. Yeah, the picks, the
1: picks. I got Zach Hyman, if you're looking for value, $4,600. Jason Pominville at the basement. The population of Pominville, $3,400 is a steal. Two studs at uh, Big Money, Nathan McCato and Tavares are guys in the lineup tonight. So a little bit of value there. Morency picks, as we mentioned before. Nashville regulation minus a half. Montreal Canadiens money line. Colorado uh, Avalanche money line. Parlay money line. Nashville to Tampa Bay laying 35 cents over six and a half in the Leafs and Sabres. If you can get six and lay juice, that's even better. Uh, NCAA, I like Iowa State. Minus eight games on Oklahoma. Take a shot with Kansas State, plus five and a half. We're going to get it done there, Marenti. Charlotte, plus eight. eight. San Antonio, plus one and a half. Indiana,
2: plus two and a half. May the winners be yours. And uh, yours as well. Liberty Finder says, damn, seems like the casual guys have no chance at DFS. Yeah, that's (laughs) kind (laughs) of true. You know what? You just got to, you
3: know, we're not entering the $777.00. All right.